Welcome to the Ushering in Life podcast. Hey, darling. My name is Sonia J. Killebrew, your Ushering in Life host, doula, and women's wellness educator. This podcast is for women who desire to learn more about their bodies, become their own advocate, and are on a journey of conception possibly after experiencing pregnancy loss. It is also for women who are currently pregnant or in various stages of motherhood. Here, we will break the stigma around taboo topics as we discuss all things from periods to postpartum. Join each week to follow my journey as I make it my mission to provide women's health education that informs you of ways to confidently advocate for yourself. And while we become more knitted in community together, this is the first episode of the podcast. I want to welcome you to episode one. I'm grateful you're here and that you took the time to listen in. It's important for me to share my story so that we connect on a deeper level and you can understand where I'm coming from and my intentions on the type of content you can expect to have here, especially if you tune in every single week. It is important to also share that everything you'll learn here from me each week is something I've experienced. I'm currently in the midst of walking through or that I'm applying to my own life. So I am someone walking through this journey with you, hand in hand, vowing to share my experience, both the good and the bad, sis. I want to give you a front row seat So you can learn, feel encouraged, less alone, and we could have those layered conversations around the topics of wellness, fertility, black fertility, pregnancy, and womanhood. These are the conversations that we have been needing to have as women, as black women, and as women of color. There will also be guests here to share their experiences too with the mindset to advocate for you. My goal is to be a resource of information, valuable information at that. So then that way you increase your confidence in your body's ability to function optimally. I want for you to be so informed and for the information to be applicable and simple so you can implement it quickly. I ultimately want to provide valuable information that will allow for you to peel the layers back of those taboo conversations so we no longer feel in the dark or misinformed. Regardless of who you are, my goal is to give you an immense amount of value while you're here. 
So if you're on a journey of conception, you have a place here. Whether you've experienced pregnancy loss like myself and you're embarking on a journey of trying again without fear, you have a place here. If you're currently pregnant and seeking the best ways to advocate yourself, especially in the midst of this pandemic, and you're building your birth team, you have a place here. And I'm not going to leave out my single mothers or mothers of multiple. Seeking systems and community willing to be authentic about their parenting experience to ease the blow of motherhood. You have a place here too. I'll teach you how your body is meant to function optimally. Health hacks that are simple to implement. Questions to ask to your provider to ensure a positive experience of care. How to heal your body after pregnancy loss and self-care tools that I swear by when it comes to implementing them daily. How refreshing would it be to feel equipped and informed about your body? How the tools to nourish your body so well could lead to a healthier life. How you could be prepared when it comes to your doctor's visits or your provider's visits and feel confident in your ability to advocate for yourself and choose a team that honors to advocate for you too. I want to make sure that you are equipped here. But first, I think it's best that I share a little bit of my story. I want to share a little bit of my timeline that has brought me to this point. So I can first say that I grew up in the California, Northern California, Sacramento area. I witnessed my first birth at the age of eight years old. It was the birth of my niece and a process that I will never forget. I'm talking about first trimester all the way up into the day she was born. I was so hands-on in the process. I was attending the doctor's appointments visits, holding my sister's hair back in the toilet, making sure that she was eating the foods that she needed to eat in order to feel good while going through this prenatal experience. I remember being in the room in my sister's doctor's appointments and asking the doctor a billion and one questions. I knew right then and there that I was going to embark on a journey of helping women in this space of birth and pregnancy. I just knew. I remember the doctor giving me one of his medical books, probably because I was asking far too many questions. And it's a book that I have to this day. I remember walking out of one of those doctor's appointments and saying and declaring, I am going to be an OBGYN. So that was the path that I embarked on as my life continued to flow. But it took some twists and turns. When I was about 14 years old, my mother fell ill from an autoimmune disease. 
We had no clue what the disease was. We just saw this decline happening. I mean, I went from being in the life of this woman who would get up early in the morning and the first thing she would do would be go on a three-mile run to start her day to a woman not being able to get out of bed to use the to use the restroom. I remember finagling ways to put her on my back so I could walk her step by step to the restroom because she just was so weak. And I mean, we did all of the testing. She saw all of the doctors. We went to Stanford and she was the guinea pig as they poked and pried her trying to figure out what was going on. But it would never lead to any answers or in any progression of health and care. And one night I remember being up in the middle of the night and I'm not a TV watcher. I am more of a book reader, an avid book reader. But I remember being up this particular night and thank God I was because I was listening and watching this infomercial about health. And I was learning so much about how foods help to nourish our body or they could cause disease depending on which foods they are. And it was this naturopath. I had never heard of a naturopath named Beatrice Livingston at the time. I'll never forget her name. She was talking about all of these symptoms that were related to an autoimmune disease. And she threw up this word on the screen and it was lupus. And I remember screaming, mom, I know what it is. I know what it is. It was just like, I knew that was what was going on with my mother. And I remember taking her to the doctor the next day and asking them, can you test her for this? Because we've tried everything else, but this is what I'm thinking it may possibly be. And 17 years ago today, lupus was not a common name. There was no research around it. There were hardly any resources. There was a lot less information out there than there is now. So we were just thrown for a loop. And our lives flipped upside down. I took the role very young of being the head of household and working while still continuing to go to high school at that point, my last year of high school. I remember my mother needing so much hands-on care that I tested out of my last year of high school. I came back and graduated with my class. But for the most part, I worked and would go to visit her at the hospital and I would do it all over again. In this season of my life, I had happened to be working for a physical therapy office and they were teaching me so many holistic techniques and massage care techniques. And I remember taking them back to the hospital or when my mother would come home, which would be a rare occasion, and massaging her and noticing that she felt better. And I just immediately was like, I have to figure out how to go to massage school because I'm going to make everyone else feel better. And so when I was able to graduate early, I went straight into massage school. 
I figured this would be the best way for me to be able to create a more flexible schedule, do something I was extremely passionate about that would help other people who that was in the health field, but it would also give me a little bit more of the time freedom and the financial backing to support us. And that journey was interesting because as I was embarking on massage school, I was still also very much going to school to be an OBGYN. I was also starting to take college courses to complete my undergrad and all of the things. And I remember the deeper that I got into massage school, the more that I realized that there was a complete holistic way of life. I remember learning about Chinese medicine and meridian points and how everything in our body is interconnected. And I remember being so fascinated about the way of which God designed us. I started to realize that there was a lack of information that the Western medicine field had in relation to holistic medicine and how if we give our bodies the proper nourishment, it does have the ability to begin healing itself. And so I remember starting to implement some things when it came to my mother. And the more of which we started to implement diet changes, the more I started to research foods that caused inflammation, the more that I started to wean her off of medication properly under the guidance of the natural path, I started to realize maybe being an OBGYN is not the way that I want to go. After spending so many years of my life in the hospital with my mother and seeing the way doctors truly live their lives in and out, I started to think about how I ultimately wanted for my life to be the long-term version of my life. I'm talking about factoring in marriage and kids and wanting to eventually be a very present mother. And I knew that if I embarked on this field, this OBGYN clinical Western medicine setting field, that I would spend more time at a hospital than I would present in my life with my family. And I was conflicted. I remember at that point getting the acceptance letter to UC Davis And sitting in orientation and having this blur moment where I saw this little girl, this like little image of this little girl as the professor was talking and she was twirling in this tutu. And I remember saying to myself, this is not the life that I think I want anymore. I had made this firm declaration when I was eight years old that this is who I would become. But if I do this, I will miss out on all of these moments that are also precious. And I made the decision to release medical school. There were so many factors. There was the holistic knowledge that I now had. There was seeing things hands-on of care. There was realizing that I would go through so many years in a program of school and 
not always be able to help to the best ability. There was just a new way of life that I just kind of awakened to essentially. And so I remember once I left medical school, I moved to New York. And it wasn't necessarily the place that God called me to. But at this point, I had gotten my mother's lupus under remission. And I had been, at this point, a 21-year-old who had spent years caring for her mother, missing a lot of teenage, young adult years. And as soon as my mother's lupus went under remission, I just was like, I am out. I need to be able to live life for myself. And you may be listening and understand exactly what that feels like when you have had so much responsibility on you. You're just like, oh, I just need to break free for a second. That was the feeling that I had. You will often hear me refer to it as my quarter century life crisis. (laughs) I remember packing up, selling my car, moving to New York. And on the plane ride, knowing this probably was not the wisest decision. But there was just something where it was like, if I fail, it's okay. I'll just come back. (laughs) Now, while in New York, I thought that I was going to go there and work my wellness business and be a massage therapist but what I didn't factor in was that the certification between New York and California were totally different so a lot of closed doors started to happen and I took it as this is a moment to pivot maybe there is something else that I'm called to in this season maybe it's not massage for a long duration of time anymore And I remember running into this gentleman and we just kind of were having a general conversation on the subway and he had opened up to me about what he did for work and how he was an herbalist. And I was so fascinated because I was sharing information about my mother and um, he had told me that he had a herbalist academy and so I ended up going through that program. It was a private holistic herbalist program where I learned the herbs necessary just for equipping our body with what it needed to be nourished with. And I was so fascinated about this process because I was taking note of how different holistic medicine and Western medicine truly was hands-on. And throughout this process, it took me about a year to go through that program. And I also was going through an IIN nutrition program. I'm an IIN grad. At the time, that program was designated to studies in New York. And now it's online, which I love because I'm able to give scholarships to other people who are also desiring to take the holistic nutrition route and just learn more information But as I was going through that program and completed that program, I had gotten a call that my mother's lupus flared up again. And it was time for me to come back. And I remember completing the program and getting on the first plane out of California and coming back with this knowledge unlike any other. I mean, There were so many things that I wanted to implement and have her change, etc. 
But there was also this feeling of, I feel a little lost because there's so much information. What do I do with it? I was also in this position of figuring out how do I articulate what I have on my hands, right? Like what my friendships had changed, my environment had changed, my mindset had changed. I just felt a little unprepared. And so I sat on knowledge for a little bit. And I remember constantly going to the library. And a particular day that I was in the library, there was a woman who had approached me and she'd paid me a compliment and we started to talk. And she said, you know, your aura reminds me of a doula. Do you know, are you a doula? And I said, what is that? And she said, oh, you should look it up because your story is reminding me that you should be a doula. It just seems so fitting. And I remember researching it shortly after her and I's conversation. And I remember the light bulb going off, you all. The light bulb went off because the one thing that I realized was while I still very much had this passion for women in pregnancy, I just didn't want to go about it the holistic, the excuse me, the Western medicine way. But I did want to be present in the field in some other way. And it was a light bulb moment for me that I had never heard about a doula. I had never heard about a midwife. And that was how ingrained the Western medicine culture was in my head. That was the only view I had of birthing. But I have learned that there is a complete physiological way that our bodies can birth that are more than capable of birthing and that we should feel so empowered by. So I remember going through a certification program to become a doula and I just felt like my world started to align. I felt like God had completely put me in alignment on a path where everything I had experienced from my mother's lupus to massage school to leaving the Western medicine field to the visit to New York, to herbalism, to holistic nutrition, all aligned. It allowed for me to understand that caring for women is my life's work, right? Helping women in the areas of wellness, wealth, and wholeness, and all things pregnancy was, is my life's work. And so I started to work with women when it came to helping them ease their periods, creating a herbal formula, which I now call womb care. That is a tea to completely eliminate any discomfort when it comes to cramping and menstrual periods. But it also helped women from pregnancy to postpartum. And I'll share a couple fun facts about myself now. I am now in a program that is teaching me to become a midwife. And I'm so excited about this because once again, it feels like my path is aligning. God has allowed for things to come full circle. 
in the nature of which they should for my particular life being a very holistic ingrained individual. And so I'm so happy to be able to share my experience here. And a little bit more about myself. I shortly about three, almost three years ago, met my husband. Um, we met and got married in 87 days. And you may be like, girl, what? But yes, we met and got married in 87 days. Just knew. I feel like you have this knowing in your spirit. You know um, when you are meant to be a part of someone's life. And don't worry, sis, I grilled him. <laughs> I grilled him before we embarked on the process as he did myself too and we just are such a pair and I'm so thankful to have him in my life. We also have what we call our dog son. He is a great Pyrenees. He is a huge dog but his name is Maximus so you'll hear me talk about him quite a bit in some experiences um, but one of the things my husband and I have experienced recently has been pregnancy loss. When we got married, we initially tried. We are both in our very, very early 30s. And so we were like, why wait? We initially tried, got pregnant instantly, and I miscarried. And miscarrying as a doula is very eye-opening it's almost like you are miscarrying in several different hats you miscarry as the woman you miscarry as the birth worker you miscarry also as a wife you you know there's so many elements to it so I'll be talking about that experience and how I embarked on healing myself and the communication that my husband and I have developed around that area since. And I'm just so excited to be here because I feel like this podcast is going to touch so many lives. Whether it be you listening to my experience and my life and relating in more areas than one, or us sharing very, very heart-to-heart intimate feelings around pregnancy and fertility. I'm just looking forward to being able to share this journey with you. Now, I may not individually know you, but here is what I know. I know that you desire more information about your body. I know that you're looking to figure out ways that your body can function at a higher capacity. I know that you may have questions that you want to ask your provider, but you're not sure how. You want to gain some confidence in those areas and be able to advocate for yourself fully. I know that during the birthing process, you want to feel supported if you're here. You want for your birth story to matter you want for your care to matter and you deserve that so I want to thank you again for joining this podcast and I hope that you subscribe I would love for you to do me a favor and not only subscribe to this podcast but share it with a friend 
who may also be embarking on this journey of pregnancy and motherhood. I also would love for you to add ushering in life on Instagram. It was designed in addition to this podcast to be a resource of information. So I would love for you to follow the ushering in life Instagram page. And I want to thank you again for listening in to this podcast. There is such a journey ahead of us and I am looking forward to embarking on it with you.